What is up, everybody, and welcome back to Bug Brothers CP, where we like to talk about football. I am your host, Lucas, and this is going to be another episode of Lucas's Lookouts. For those of you who are unfamiliar, Lucas's Lookouts is a segment where I, just me, sit, I sit down and talk about a few guys who I think could be a little under the radar or could be on the radar, but just might prefer outperform expectations and so today I'll just jump right into it today we have actually you know it's a little bit special of an episode we have four players today previously I did three per episode and all of them are rookies so some of them might play in the preseason I know there's one of them for sure will one of them, I'm assuming, will the other two might, but you know, I'm. I wanted to do rookies because the preseason's coming up, and I wanted, you know, maybe maybe look out for these guys if you see them on the field on whenever they play in the preseason. But without further ado, let's get into our first player. First player, first round pick, Pittsburgh Steelers is Najee Harris. And some of you may think, well, what do you what do you talk about? Najee Harris. Everyone knows Najee Harris is good. Well, I think that he is like exceptionally good. And especially like, you know, I'm talking about watch him out, watch out in the preseason because he's he's one of them. He's the one the Steelers said that he will play in all four preseason games. So we'll get to see a lot of him. And the reason that I'm so high on him is because when you look at him, he is he's six one. I believe he's two twenty or two thirty. Not I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. I know he's six one, but the way he plays football is almost identical to Saquon Barkley, and he's a great pass catcher as well as he is a running back. He has the vision, the agility, the strength. He's Bigger than Saquon, actually. He's closer to Derrick Henry's size. But I think, I think that Najee, he'll, he's, he's going to be mental this year. I mean, and some people might point, you know, the Steelers' offense isn't necessarily firing on all cylinders. But when Saquon came into the Giants his rookie year, neither was theirs. And he led the league in total in all purpose yards with I think it was two thousand twenty eight. And so and he had I believe you know, it was north of eleven hundred rushing yards, I believe it was twelve twelve or thirteen hundred. Saquon Barkley that is. And Najee's Najee's college stats even show that and obviously yes he was on Alabama which has a loaded offense. But in the past two years, he put up over 1,200 yards each year. Each year he's been in college, he's averaged 6.1 yards, 6.7 yards, 5.9, and 5.8. And probably the only reason that his average went down is because from his sophomore to his junior year, his jump in carries went from 117 to 209. 
So like, you know, obviously when you have more cracks at it, the average gets, I mean, it, it gets a better average, but guys' stats will be better off of, you know, less rushes. Like, for example, some guys have a 17, you know, average rush because they uh, they rush like three times in the season. But anyway, so Najee Harris, I think, I think that he's going to go for over 1,000 rushing yards for sure. Personally, I think he'll get over 1,200 rushing yards. But that's not where he's going to be the threat. He's going to be a threat as a pass catcher as well. Because, you know, everyone expects Najee Harris to come out and just gash them up the middle and gash them on the outside with the run. But I think the Steelers are going to hopefully put something together where they get him on the outside or in the flats on screens and stuff. So I think Najee Harris is going to go for over, I'd say over 1,500 all-purpose yards. Najee Harris, put it down, 1,500 all-purpose yards. Watch out for him in the preseason because the Steelers said that he will play. On to my next player. It's actually Najee Harris's former teammate, also a first-round pick. Top 10 pick, Jalen Waddle. Reason I got Jalen Waddle on here. First off, I believe Jalen Waddle, he's a little underrated to start first because early in the draft process, early in the year, everyone was just talking about Devontae Smith, Devontae Smith. And Devontae Smith, I love Devontae Smith. Obviously, he was the Heisman. But Jalen Waddle, the only reason he didn't get talked about a lot is because he was injured most of his junior year, which was just now he opted out of his senior year for the draft. So, you know, maybe maybe he might be a little under the radar, but another reason why I got Jalen Waddle on here is because there's been reports from training camp this past week. You know, Devontae Parker for the Dolphins started out training camp on the PUP list, which is the physically unable to participate list. You know, that's the list that Saquon Barkley is currently on because he is not practicing due to his former ACL injury. But that's that's what that means. And um, Will Fuller is out of practice this, or was out of practice this past week for whatever reason, an unspecified injury, giving Jalen Waddle more reps with the first team. And we, when he was on with the first team, the reports were that he was, you know, dicing him up, doing him what, doing what he should. And so they were using him a lot on a lot of jets, a lot of screens, and it was working really well. I think that they're going to stick with him. You know, you know, a lot of people expected him coming out of the slot because of his speed, but I think they could put him on the outside over Will Fuller. Because I think Jalen Waddle is a little bit better than Will Fuller. And, you know, his college, you look at Waddle's college stats, and they're not the best, but his most receptions in a year in college was 45. And on 45 receptions, he had 848 yards and seven touchdowns. He was basically, now mind you, that was his freshman year. And his freshman year, he was not, you know, one of the leading receivers. There were, you know, Henry Ruggs, Jerry Judy was on the team going off. So 
for Waddle to put up those stats while also being behind those guys, as well as Devontae Smith, still on the team, is still, you know, is impressive. And I think Jalen Waddle is going to be basically Tyreek Hill Jr., in my opinion. The way that he plays, and obviously he has the speed, speed kills and stuff like that, but he, I believe he has the talent as well to be as good as Tyreek. And hopefully, I think, you know, with the absence of Devontae Parker and Will Fuller at the beginning of training camp and Waddle getting in, I think that the Dolphins will start to see that, you know, he is that good. Obviously, they drafted him at, I think it was sixth overall. And he is that good. But, so I think that Jalen Waddle, my prediction for him this season, is going to... I'll say he will have over 900 receiving yards. And the only reason I don't put him over 1,000 is because I do think he'll get you know, a low amount of receptions, such that you know, Tyreek Hill gets a low amount of receptions. But I think I'm going to give Jalen Waddle 10, no, I'll do, yeah, 10-plus touchdowns for Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle will score 10 touchdowns this year. All right. And on to my next lookout, if you will. Another first-round pick. You know, first three are first-round picks, actually. But I think they're going to just ball out. It's Rashad Bateman, receiver for the Baltimore Ravens now. The reason I got Rashad Bateman on here is, you know, I'm, I'm a Michigan and a Lions fan. I watched Rashad Bateman in college because he went to Minnesota. And this dude can ball. Like he has the he has crazy athletic ability. He has crazy speed. He's got good size. His last full season that he played, because he opted out midway through this past season, his last full season that he played, he had twelve he had over twelve hundred yards. He was leading the Big Ten in receiving yards per catch, and he was eighth in the nation in yards per catch that season. You know, like I said, he opted out last year um, midway through due to COVID. And, but I think that he's going to put up an insane amount of yards because he'll be one of the go-tos on the Ravens. The Ravens receiving core, they, it, it doesn't have like an identity really. It doesn't have you know, that guy on the team. They just picked up Sammy Watkins. They have they have Mark Andrews as a tight end, but I'll, I'll get to that in a second. They just picked up Sammy Watkins. They have Marquise Brown. They have Devin Duvernay, who's kind of good. Um, and then they have Rashad Bateman. So then I was going to say Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews, we talked about it in... Uh, in the first episode of Taker Pass, Mark Andrews will be the only thing that takes away from Rashad Bateman's production, in my opinion. But like I said, the Ravens receiving core doesn't really have like that guy on the team. That he doesn't they don't have that one receiver that's balling out. And part of that is due to, you know, Lamar Jackson and his rushing attack. But 
like the Cardinals still have DeAndre Hopkins. The Seahawks still have DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. And they both have partly rushing quarterbacks, Kyler Murray more than Russell Wilson. So I think that Rashad Bateman will be that guy. I think that Bateman will be, he'll, I don't think he'll start as the number one, but because they'll, they'll look to Sammy Watkins to be the number one, I believe. Sammy Watkins is talented, he's got speed, and he's, he's, um, he's a veteran. But I think throughout the year, Rashad Bateman is going to show that he's the number one, and he's, I think that he's going to be more, he's going to find more opportunities to get open than Sammy Watkins will. And part of that is due to his size and his ability to separate. But also part of that is due to uh, Sammy Watkins drawing attention. But so I think Lamar will start to look to him and he'll start to be he'll start to emerge as the number one receiver. I think Rashad Bateman will for sure put up more than a thousand receiving yards. And I think that. Other than he, I think that Rashad Bateman and Jamar Chase will be the top two rookie receivers this season. And I think that Bateman might beat out Chase just because Chase has Tyler Boyd to compete with. So that's, that's my prediction for Bateman. I got, I got him for over 1,100 yards, receiving yards this season. And on to my last one. Now, this is not biased. This is based off of news I've read, things I've seen from training camp. But it is a Lion, Lion rookie. It's a Monra St. Brown. Reason I got a Monra St. Brown on here. Part of the same reason, or kind of the same reason that I had Rashad Bateman on the list. And that's because the Lions don't, their receiving core doesn't really have, you know, that guy. They lost basically their whole receiving core. For those of you who don't know, the Lions receiving core currently consists of Terrell Williams, Brashad Perriman, Quintez Cephas, and Amonra St. Brown. And as well as um, a few other lower rookies, uh, Khalif Raymond, I believe. I think he's a receiver. Khalif Raymond is a name I've been seeing thrown a lot, thrown around a lot at uh, Lions training camp, but as and Sage Surratt, but those guys, yeah, it's not like they have one of those baller receivers, one of those guys. They previously had Kenny Galladay, but Kenny Galladay sat out the whole last season. They had Marvin Jones, who was amazing for them last year, but he has since signed with Jacksonville. And other than that, T.J. Hawkinson. It's it's almost, you know, it's very close to the same situation with the Ravens. With a good tight end, receiving core that doesn't have a true identity, and an incoming great pass catcher. Amonra St. Brown, I think he's going to do well because he plays very, very Robert Woods-esque. He uses his body, he's very physical, he's a great route runner can go up, he's got good concentration, can make catches. And who is the Lions' current quarterback? Jared Goff. Who was Jared Goff's former receiver? Robert Woods. 
It, just, it you know, it lines up. So I think that I don't know if Amonra will be the Lions' number one come the end of the season like I think Bateman will. But and the, the reason I think that is because Terrell Williams and Brashad Perriman are both vets that, well, Terrell, yeah, Terrell Williams at least has put up, you know, good numbers when he was in uh, uh, Los Angeles. And Brashad Perriman is a former first-round pick. So those guys might get looked to a lot. I think Amonra will finish the season as the Lions' number two behind Terrell Williams. and The, the reason I say that is because I think he's better than Brashad Perriman. I don't think Brashad Perriman, in my opinion, will end up turning out for the Lions. I think Quintez Cephas is going to be the better deep ball threat, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about Amonra. And Amonra's college stats, they show it. His last full season that he played, like not including last season because of COVID-19, he put up over 1,000 yards on 77 catches, which is a 13.5 yards per catch average. That's a, over a first down every time. And if you're a Lions fan... Like me, you know that first downs are freaking hard to get for us. So I think my prediction that for Amonra, you know, I'll stop rambling. My prediction for Amonra St. Brown, I think that he's going to put up over 800 yards this season. No, 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 over 750, over 750 yards this season, and at least four touchdowns for Amonra. And. I think, you know, one of the reason why one of the reasons why I dropped that from eight to seven fifty is because DeAndre Swift I think will also take away a little bit in receptions because they've been I know they've been working Swift out as a wideout a little bit, but for Monroe St. Brown seven hundred and fifty yards and four touchdowns I say four touchdowns four touchdowns for Monroe St. Brown I might have said three but I'm saying four seven hundred and fifty yards four touchdowns for a modern St. Brown this season. And that'll be it. You know, like I said, I got four for you. One, two, three, four. Look out Najee Harris, Rashad Bateman, Jalen Waddle, and Amonra St. Brown. Najee Harris, like I said, will be playing in the preseason. So if you want to watch him do that, I think he's going to do very well. Uh, Rashad Bateman, Jalen Waddle, I don't know if they will be in the preseason because they're rookies that are kind of sort of, you know, they're, they're expected to start week one, so they might not be in the preseason. I think Amonra St. Brown will be in the preseason just because the Lions receiving chart is like kind of a mishmash. So I think they'll play a lot of receivers in the preseason. So I think that's where you see him. But anyway... That has been Lucas's Lookouts, Episode 3. Thank you all for listening. Uh, this is Bug Brothers CP. That's Bug Brothers CP on Spotify, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. And I'm out.